If you've been feeling overwhelmed with anxiety lately, try listening to a guided meditation on the Meditation for Anxiety podcast. Meditation is a proven natural way to help you calm down and dissolve stress so you can feel lighter and happier. So subscribe for free today to the Meditation for Anxiety podcast by searching for Meditation for Anxiety on your favorite podcast player. For the best way to fall asleep with Nightfalls, you can now become a premium supporter. Enjoy the entire back catalogue of Nightfalls classics, all with a rich, immersive and totally ad-free experience. If you love falling asleep to Nightfalls, Nightfalls Premium will elevate your sleep while helping to support myself and the team. We love creating Nightfalls, but without supporters, it wouldn't be possible. Join Nightfalls Premium today in just two taps on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it, and so will I. Hi, I'm Jeffrey, and welcome back to Nightfalls. Come, settle in for tonight's calming meditation and soothing bedtime story. As always, don't worry if you fall asleep before the end. You can drift off whenever you're ready. Join me around the campfire tonight and I'll tell you the story of how Luke and Sarah, two people looking for an escape in the Alps over New Year's Eve, crossed paths and found that sense of escape in one another. I've always found New Year's to be the perfect opportunity to pause, reflect and begin looking forward to another year. Just like the people in our story tonight. I can think of no better place to take stock than the Alps, where snow blankets the earth and quiets the chaos of daily life, allowing you peace enough to truly listen into your thoughts and feelings. Before we begin our journey up into the snow-tipped mountains, let's take a moment to relax, come to a comfortable position and enjoy a moment of stillness to yourself after another long day. Take a deep breath in. Center your attention on the sound of my voice. Exhaling, release any intrusive thoughts that interrupt the perfect peace you're finding within yourself. Breathe in deeply once more and... Exhale, feeling yourself sink deeper and deeper into the soft cushions beneath you with every circle of your breath. Should you find, as you listen this evening, that you can't quite quiet the mind at first, know that that's okay. Should any thoughts interrupt you on your journey towards rest and relaxation, simply acknowledge them. 
take a deep breath in and release them on your out breath, allowing them to drift from your mind as you drift into a state of deep relaxation. Now, if you're feeling ready, tonight's story can begin. It was perfectly quiet. So quiet, you could hear a pin drop. The air was still, and the leaves and pines of the trees drooped down, sleeping until the evening breeze would come and stir them once again. The lakes and streams had frozen over months ago, so not even the trickling of water could be heard. And with nobody walking around to disturb the white canvas across the landscape, there wasn't even the sound of crunching snow underfoot to make a sound. There were barely any signs of life in this part of the Alps, making it an ideal location for tourists and holidaymakers who wanted to escape from the hustle and bustle of everyday life. Log cabins of varying sizes were dotted across the mountainside, some hidden between the trees, whilst others laid in bare view of the elements, surrounded only by snow. Cabins varied from being clumped closer together with neighbours to being miles apart. There was a level of peaceful isolation to suit everyone. In the midst of the snow in a section of the mountain backed by trees, but open to the most stunning views on the other side, there were two solitary cabins. Each cabin was very different, but both were similar to each other in many ways. One was grand and modern, perfect for a family seeking luxury, and one was smaller and more simply made. It could only house one or two people, seeking a more rustic experience. They may have been very different in their style and levels of luxury, but they both shared the most breathtaking views of nature. And in this tranquil setting, what more could you want? It was early in the morning on the 30th of December, about 6am, and Sarah was already awake. Most people spent their vacations lying in bed as long as possible. But not Sarah. She had never slept better than she had at the cabin this past week. And as a result, she woke early every day, rejuvenated and ready to welcome the day from the first sight of the sunrise. She heated water on the stove and made herself a cup of piping hot tea. She would stand by the floor-to-ceiling window each morning, watching the sunrise over the snow-covered mountains in the distance. Observing the sun lazily creeping over the horizon each morning was comforting to Sarah. It was a simple view that brought peace and tranquility to her each day. Savouring this slow moment in her morning was making all the difference to her mindset for the rest of the day. She took more time to carry out her morning routine. 
she would slowly dress herself, taking note of how the soft materials brushed against her skin. She savoured brushing her long brown hair, enjoying how the bristles massaged her scalp as it passed over her head. She would cook her breakfast and eat slower, savouring every mouthful and noting each individual delicious taste. She felt calm and prepared for whatever the day might bring to her, which, at the moment, wasn't much. Her days in the cabin consisted of nothing much more than reading, bathing, eating, yoga, and watching the world go by. She had the most amazing outdoor bathtub on her balcony that she had relished taking long, steaming dips in whilst gazing out across the picturesque, snowy landscape around her. The icy air against her skin, mixed with the soothing warmth of the hot water, was electrifying and gave her more of an energy boost than any amount of coffee ever had. Her lifestyle here in the Alps was pure bliss. Back at home, she was the busy CEO of a company that she and a business partner had set up years ago. Her days consisted of copious meetings, important decision-making, and her email inbox pinging constantly. Started her days early and worked late into the evenings. Switching off and finding boundaries with her work was hard for Sarah. After all, the company relied on her, and it was a business venture that she had chosen to embark upon herself. She didn't dislike her job. In fact, she enjoyed it. But she did often wish for a bit more balance. So when the festive season had started approaching she decided to make a change. Usually, she would spend the Christmas and New Year season working from home, even checking her emails on Christmas Day. But this year, she wanted to spend some time investing in herself and creating new healthy habits to get her well-being back on track. So, on the 23rd of December... She had set up the out-of-office automatic response on her emails, left everything in the capable hands of her executive assistant, and hopped on a plane to Switzerland. What better place to go to to wind down and relax than one of the happiest countries in the world? For the first couple of days she had struggled to switch off, and had found herself reaching for her phone instinctively on more than one occasion. But by day three, she had turned off her phone and placed it at the bottom of her suitcase, determined not to look at it for the rest of her trip. This morning, as Sarah gazed out of the large windows that lined the living room area of her cabin, she wondered whether it could be possible to always live life like this, without a care in the world, savouring each moment and taking everything at a much slower pace. Could she be truly content living life like this every day? 
not too far away, hidden behind a smattering of trees, laid a smaller cabin. This cabin may have been much smaller than Sarah's, but what it lacked in grandeur, it made up for in character. It looked just like it had been picked out of a storybook and placed amidst the Alps. Giant, horizontal logs formed the walls of the cabin, and a large covered porch sat proudly out front. Two rocking chairs rested underneath the canopy, and a simple garland made of holly hung on the front door. Inside, laid across a tattered sofa in front of a dwindling fire, was Luke. Luke had fallen asleep on the sofa the night prior, totally relaxed by the glow of the flickering fire and engrossed in his book. The open-plan kitchen and living area of Luke's cabin was about as big as the smallest bedroom in the luxury cabin across the way. But he had all he needed. He had a fridge, a stove, an oven, and a worktop and sink. He had a small round dining table and two chairs, and the comfortable sofa was placed perfectly in front of the huge stone fireplace. The fireplace was the real attraction of the cabin. To the left of the fireplace, there were two doors to the bedroom and the bathroom. The walls were dotted with paintings of wildlife, and the mountains were lined with dim lights. A patchwork rug was spread across the wooden beam floors between the sofa and the fire. It was all very simple, but it was cosy and exactly what Luke liked. Luke had always sought out a simple life. The idea of the rat race had never appealed to him, and he had happily remained in his hometown of Livingston, Montana. He loved working with his hands, and had always had an interest in fixing things. So following in his father's footsteps to become a mechanic had seemed the obvious choice. Working six days a week had never been a problem for Luke. He liked his job, and he took it all at a pace that worked for him. Stress wasn't a part of his vocabulary. He was so laid back that everyone he met envied him. He shrugged off any inconveniences and appreciated the simpler things in life so he never had any high expectations to meet. Luke was never happier than when he was on his own in nature. As a keen hiker and nature lover, the prospect of a festive season in the Alps had seemed perfect. It was unlikely that they would see much snow in Livingston this year, and Luke couldn't bear the thought of another busy festive season attending parties and family gatherings making small talk with people he only saw once a year. It had been a busy year with work, so Luke had packed up his rucksack and headed out to his small cabin in the Alps for a festive season that he would actually enjoy. Every day, he would take a hike before finding his way to the local shop to buy some food and wine for the evening. 
he would go out and chop his own wood for the fire, and then return to the cabin to nap on the rocking chair on his porch. He would finish the day by cooking a delicious meal, before reading by the fire with a glass of wine in hand. It was a simple routine, but it suited Luke just fine. On the 30th of December, Luke stirred from his resting place on the sofa and headed out into the frosty wilderness to gather more firewood. The world felt oddly quiet today. Usually he could hear the faint chirping of birds in the trees or the rushing of mountain wind in his ears. But today, all was still. Even the snow felt softer than normal and his boots only faintly brushed against the powdery snowflakes as he walked. He didn't even leave prints behind him. He chopped fresh wood from the stump he had been using this past week and began his journey back to the cabin. Meanwhile, from her luxury cabin close by, Sarah pondered on her plan for New Year. Usually, she would be sipping champagne with friends from the rooftop bar of a skyscraper building and gushing about how she was going to conquer the world this next year. But this time around, there would be no celebrations, and she had no idea what she would strive for this next year. Her priorities felt like they had shifted recently. Overcome by the prospect of a new year on her own, she decided to draw herself a bath on the balcony. She always felt her worries melt away in the bath. She watched as steam cascaded up into the fresh air as hot water gushed into the tub. Wrapped up in a fluffy robe and slippers, Sarah poured a few drops of essential oils in with the water. She closed her eyes and took a deep breath feeling the luscious scents of eucalyptus and lavender clear her airways. Her whole body felt overwhelmed with a feeling of calm, and all her muscles felt like they were loosening. Once the bath was full, she stepped in and nestled herself into the tub of warm, scented water. Her body floated as if it were resting on a cosy cloud, and she gazed out at the incredible views from her balcony. The snowy mountains rose up high ahead in the distance, and the midday sun beamed brightly down on her. A cool breeze began to pick up, and she felt it caress her nose and cheeks as she lay submerged in the bathtub. She lay there for a while, doing nothing except focusing on breathing in and out. She was totally relaxed. After a while, she heard the soft fluttering of wings and opened her eyes to spy a tiny robin that had landed on the balcony beam in front of her. She opened her eyes and smiled at the sweet bird as it ruffled its feathers and pranced along the beam. As she followed it with her eyes, she caught a glimpse of a figure walking in the distance. 
She sat up a bit higher in the tub and looked out into the snow. It was a man. He was dressed in a full snowsuit and boots, properly prepared for the weather conditions, and he was carrying a pile of wooden logs. He looked very much like a classic lumberjack, even down to his rugged, dark beard. He appeared to be tall, and the closer he got, Sarah noted that he was quite handsome. She wondered who this mystery man was, so close to her cabin. The man's eyes suddenly lifted up and looked straight at Sarah's balcony, catching her eye. She ducked down into the bathtub quickly, embarrassed that he might have noticed her watching him. After a few moments, she slowly peeped out over the side of the tub to see if he was still looking. But his attention was elsewhere now. He seemed to be heading towards the trees to the right-hand side of her cabin. She hadn't left her place to go exploring so far in her getaway, so she had no idea if anyone lived nearby. She even had her food and wood for the fire delivered to her door, so she had no need to venture out into the snowy wilderness like this man. She was very intrigued as to who he was and where he had come from. Meanwhile, Luke trudged through the snow, past the huge cabin, into the trees, and found his way back to his own abode. He nudged open the front door and laid the fresh wood by the side of the fireplace. He recalled the woman he had seen on the balcony of the large cabin. As he restarted the fire, he wondered how this woman would be celebrating her new year. The next morning, Sarah awoke at the break of dawn, as had become routine for her. She made her usual cup of tea and watched the sun rise. Today was New Year's Eve, the 31st of December. Tomorrow will be the start of a new year and a new reality as she prepared to go home. But today... Nothing else mattered. She decided to make the most of the day and step foot outside of her cabin for the first time in over a week. After spotting the handsome lumberjack walking through the snow yesterday, she had felt inspired to take a walk herself. Sarah dressed herself in her warmest clothes, her biggest coat and her snow boots, and headed out into the wild. She knew there was a little store and cafe somewhere nearby. She would pick up a bottle of champagne to enjoy at midnight, even if it was only for herself. She walked across the snow for about an hour before she finally came upon the little store. And little it was. She browsed the shelves, but there was no sign of any bottles of champagne. Sarah sighed and shrugged her shoulders. Wine, it would have to be instead. 
She scanned the labels of the wine on the shelves, but none of the names rang a bell. She inspected each of the labels closer, before asking the shopkeeper which wine he recommended. A husky male voice replied, I personally recommend the Gamma Ray. She turned around and came face to face with a dark-haired, bearded man, wearing a checkered jacket and snow-covered boots. His icy blue eyes were friendly, and he had a warmth about him. He looked familiar to Sarah. He reached forward, took a bottle of Gamma Ray off the shelf, and held it out in front of her. If you like red wine, this is a great one, he continued. It's similar to a Pinot Noir, but is darker and has a spicy kick. She smiled and took the bottle of wine from his hand. You know your wine? Sarah commented, tipping her head in thanks. No, I just drink a lot of it. He joked as he took a bottle of the Gamory for himself. That's when it clicked. This was the man she had seen walking through the snow the day before. Sarah paid for her wine while Luke continued to browse the shop. He picked up the daily paper and a couple of cans of soup before queuing up behind her. She hoped that he didn't recognise her from when their eyes met yesterday. She must have looked so pretentious, sat in a bathtub on a balcony, even if it was the most relaxing thing she had ever experienced. With her bottle of wine bagged up, she moved next door into the cafe and ordered a cup of coffee to go. She looked over her shoulder for the mysterious lumberjack and spotted him talking to a man outside the front of the cafe. They were laughing as if they were old friends catching up. Perhaps he lived here, she thought. With her coffee in hand, Sarah set out to make the journey back to her cabin. The hot liquid warmed her insides, while the winter cold swarmed around her. She looked over her shoulder and saw the mystery lumberjack walking down the hillside, further away to the right. I promise, I'm not following you, he called out to her. My cabin is down this way. My cabin is this way too, she called out into the expanse. Care to join me for the walk down? Luke paused for a moment, thought, and then began striding towards her. Why not? He smiled at her warmly. The pair introduced themselves and then continued to walk down the hillside together. They started by making polite small talk, but quickly fell into a comfortable rhythm of back and forth, sharing their travel stories with one another and a bit of backstory to each of their lives. It seemed they had both had the same intentions with their trip to the Alps. They were both in search of some peace and quiet, and a break from everything and everyone at home. Despite their differences, they appeared to be kindred spirits. They eventually arrived outside the front of Sarah's luxurious cabin, 
she thanked Luke for his company and felt a little bit disappointed that their meeting was about to end. Luke took a closer look at her cabin and whistled in awe. So you're the lucky person staying here, he remarked, raising his eyebrows and looking up at the wall of glass windows. Sarah smiled self-consciously and shrugged her shoulders. She was aware that the cabin was much bigger than she needed, and she worried that Luke might judge her for splurging. But instead, he smiled at her and reassured her by saying, You must work hard to be so successful. It's impressive. She was grateful for his kind words. Not many people were so complimentary. At midnight on New Year's Eve, apparently if you look out to the left of the mountains, you can see fireworks coming from the hotel, Luke informed her, gesturing into the distance. Sarah's eyes widened, and she looked out to the area Luke had gestured to. Luke opened his mouth to speak, and then hesitated. What were you going to say? Sarah giggled, noticing his hesitancy. Luke thought for a few seconds, and then decided to say what was on his mind. If you're interested and want some company tonight, you're welcome to come to my cabin to share my bottle of wine, he suggested sheepishly. Sarah's heart seemed to skip a beat, and she felt her cheeks blush. Spending New Year's Eve on our own would be quite bleak, wouldn't it? Sarah chuckled softly. Luke pointed out where she could find his cabin, and they arranged to meet later that evening after dinner. That evening, Sarah spent more time than she cared to admit getting ready to go over to Luke's cabin. She didn't know why she was putting in so much effort for the stranger she had just met, but there was something about him that made her want to impress him. Unbeknownst to Sarah, Luke was thinking exactly the same thing. As soon as he had returned to his cabin after their walk, he had set to work tidying up, decanting the wine and lighting as many candles around the cabin as he could. He had put on his nice shirt and jeans initially, but then opted for more comfortable clothing of a jumper and a pair of joggers. He didn't want to come across too keen. Perhaps she wouldn't come. Sarah was staying in such an extravagant cabin. Why would she want to spend time with a stranger in this small, simple place? When he eventually heard a knock at the door, Luke's mood instantly lifted and he opened the door to Sarah standing there in her warm coat and snow boots holding up her bottle of wine. Sarah, too, had opted for a cosy woolly jumper and soft black leggings with fluffy socks for the evening. Luke's nerves eased as soon as she stepped foot inside. They were both so comfortable in each other's presence, and there were no pretenses between them. They settled down on either end of the sofa in front of the crackling fire, and shared the bottle of wine. 
Sarah told him all about her life back in New York City. Her penthouse apartment, her thriving company, and her family holidays to Bora Bora every year. Meanwhile, Luke described his life in Montana. His work as a mechanic and the exploits of each of his four brothers and their children. They laughed at each other's funny anecdotes and listened with encouragement to one another's hopes and dreams. They were from separate worlds with different experiences and priorities, but they shared an understanding of each other and complemented each other's individuality. They were like chalk and cheese, but also a match made in heaven. As it drew closer to midnight, Luke suggested they move outside onto the porch to catch the fireworks. They put their coats and boots back on and sat out in the rocking chairs on the porch. Luke had been concerned that Sarah wouldn't approve of his simple cabin, but she loved it. She declared that it was far cosier and homier than the luxurious pad she was staying in. They swayed back and forth in their rocking chairs, watching as more snow began to lightly fall from the night sky. So, on New Year's Eve, I always like to ask people what their wish is for the next year, Sarah declared, setting down her wine glass in her lap. So Luke, what is your New Year's wish? Luke thought hard. What was his wish for the next year? To work less days of the week or to earn more money? To learn a new skill or travel more? Maybe even meet the woman of his dreams? He eventually came up with an answer. I think my New Year's wish is for this year to be the most exciting one yet. I've been stuck in a rut and I'm ready for new possibilities and adventures. Sarah nodded in approval. I like that wish, she said. And what is your wish? Luke asked her back. Sarah looked into the dancing flames and answered wistfully. My wish for this next year is that I will take more time to relax every day, to continue to enjoy long mornings before work, watching the sun rise, no matter whether I'm here in the Alps or back in New York City. Luke smiled and assured her that it was a good wish and she should make it happen. Sarah knew it would be a difficult adjustment at first, but she knew it would make the world of difference to her daily life. All of a sudden, they heard a faint popping sound far off in the distance. They looked out to the sky and saw balls of multicoloured light exploding in the air and shimmering their way back down to the earth. The firework display had begun, and Luke had been right. They had a perfect view from here. Happy New Year, Luke cheered, raising his glass in a toast to Sarah. The night of the blue, Sarah leant forward, held the back of Luke's head, and pulled him closer to place a soft kiss on his lips. 
Happy New Year, she whispered. Luke smiled in surprise and watched her as she leant back in her rocking chair and gazed out at the ensuing firework display in the distance. His heart fluttered and he melted into his chair. Perhaps he would welcome in a new year full of possibilities after all.